Good afternoon, we're at Gawler Pool and talking to Kim, who has many memories of this pool. So welcome, Kim. It's nice to have you with us. No, and it's good to be here. So you just started to talk about <laughs> living and near the pool and your involvement. So maybe if you could just... Yeah, so um, yeah, so born in Gawler in 1963, up, the, up at the Hutch. And so my dad, Ian Meany, who still lives at 46 Paxton Street, so he was on the original fundraising committee uh, to raise money for the pool. He always said... You know, I dug that pool, <laughs> but he didn't. But um, he, he was there and uh, raised money. And at, at the same time, my mum was raising money for the LCI kindergarten at the end of the street as well. So, uh, so, and that was would have been at the time they would have had their. My older brother, he was born in 1960, so it would have been around the time because uh, the pool opened in 62. Yeah. Yes, so, November 62. Uh, so that's all good. And but Dad, as a kid, used to uh, swim at the wool wash. I've heard of the, the wool wash. So if you go to Clonley Park and where the river runs really deep against that wall, that was the wool wash and that's where all the local kids used to swim. And uh, yeah, mm. I, I swam there as a kid. And the other swimming hole was just near those two big gum trees on the other side of the river yeah. of the pool there because it was just easy for us to just walk down the road mm. and swim. So that, that was good. So my earliest memory here was probably about when I was probably about four years old and... There was a little pool at the end, a little hexagonal pool, and uh, you know, I used to wade in there. And at the time, got to play chasey with the kids, and uh, I was never allowed in the deep end of the pool. And the kids knew this, and they would jump in the pool, and I, I could never, you know, I, I was always up, always tagged. Then one day, I, I braved it, and I, I jumped into the deep end, and I lost my fear of swimming in the deep end of the pool. So I, I was taught. I learned to swim by Jean Lewis and Any Window, who's, who yes, you had today. Yes. And, uh, so they were my swimming instructors back in the day. And well, isn't it great to have uh, her here today? So yes. Was, yeah. So we went right through, and I, so they had the Surf Lifesaving mm-hmm. Awards that you worked through, and there were three of us who got to uh, the highest stage of that, which was the Water Merit, and that was great. So I joined the Gawler Swimming Club in the late 70s and I played for the Gawler Water Polo Club. Now there was a bit of an air gap between the earlier Gawler Water Polo team and then when we resurrected it and uh, started playing and we played B grade down in Adelaide and uh, we were known as the Gawler Maulers <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> it can be quite a rough game I believe. Oh, yeah, no, it, it, it was and we used to train here and we also used to train out at the Rosewood College Pool as well. Which were unheated, and uh, <laughs> you know, you start swimming here as a clubby in October, and like 12 degrees, and you're hopping in that pool, and uh, oh, it's so nice now to be heated, and uh, you know, never take that away. It's just the most beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah. Being a, a clubby swimmer back in oh, the late 70s, we were asked to to teach young children just not so much how to swim, but how to survive if they fell in a pool, and so. Mums and dads would bring their you know, children, and they were aged between two and four years old. And so we would get two kids each, and they'd jump in from the side of the pool. They'd, uh... Two kids at the same time? Yes, and sometimes three. Right. And uh, you'd hang them on your arms, and you'd uh, just walk around with them to give them confidence in the pool. Mm-hmm. And this was only for a week, but by the end of it, if they, they would come dressed just in their clothes, like summer clothes, and they would learn to crawl out of the pool. 
and that was the goal. And there were shy kids and there were, you know, very exuberant kids, but generally we uh, achieved the goals of the... So did you get trainers to do that? Uh, no, 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 no training, not try to do that now. Um, yeah, so no, no training. So always remember one day, just to give the kids confidence, we all lined up at the uh, end of the pool and we did a 50 metre butterfly, you know, just, just to impress the kids. And then we did every stroke, freestyle, backstroke, breaststroke. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the kids stood on the side and they cheered for the, the instructor. Yeah, that was good and uh, they loved it. Yeah, so, you know, it was just a case of, you know, you had very tired arms after, you know, there was a couple of sessions, if I remember correctly, and, yeah, so half an hour each, and get to put their faces in the water, and, mm. and they'd kick, and you'd take them away from the edge a little bit, and, you know, you'd hold them to the edge, and imagine <laughs> doing that now. Yeah. No, no, no. Did you get paid for such no, a thing? No, 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 it was all voluntary. Yeah. Yeah, so, no, it was all, all done out of uh, goodwill, so that was fine. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was through the school holidays, so uh, that was okay. Because, you know, I only lived a couple hundred metres away, so it was easy for me. Yeah, living so close to the pool, did you ever get tempted to jump over a fence late in the evening and well, take an extra dip or two? Well, <laughs> there was a bit of a hidden hole down the bottom corner. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, it sort of came in occasionally. Yeah, uh, yeah, just yeah to, uh... you, you won't get into trouble as <laughs> no, many, many years ago now. No, I, d- I didn't come in on New Year's Eve. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah well, it was closed, it was a hot night. Yeah, it was a mm. couple of times, probably, yeah, probably got in there, but you know, just mm. for a swim and mm. out again. Mm. Yeah, no, it was a bit of fun. Harmless, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You yeah, know, there was no other intent other than to go for a swim, so mm. yeah, mm. it was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. <laughs> Yeah. So did your dad continue on volunteering after he did all that money raising? I honestly don't know. I don't think so. He still lives in the house by himself now. You know, he, he's there right now. <laughs> yeah, he's 89 now. So, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, my mum passed away in January. So, uh, you know, there's a whole generation of cooking now gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so no more small cakes or anything. So, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and beautiful Sad. sponges. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, did she uh, help out here too? Uh, not so much. She was more kindy orientated, mm. you know, back in the day. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it was probably more uh, about kindergarten and, uh, you know, the s- smaller kids. So mm-hmm. my grandparents lived where the Gordel Cinema is now. So both my grandfather and my, my father were... Uh, so my father was the last flour miller at the Gordel Mill. Yeah, so as mm. kids we used to... You'll see when you come up Julian Terrace and you see the window up on the second story. Yeah. I used to sit out there as a four-year-old child looking at the traffic. Wow. <laughs> yeah, back in the day. Mm. And, uh, yeah, so grandfather lived straight across the road. Mm. And when the first kindergarten teacher, because I used to get dropped off at grandma and grandpa's, and the first teacher used to turn up at the, which was generally Elsie, in a little Ford Cortina that she mm-hmm. had, a little brown one, I remember that. And we used to run down, and the first person at the kindy in the morning got a lolly. But they were wake up to me, so then they ended up parking up on High Street behind me. Wow. <laughs> so all noise, get the lolly. Yeah, so, you know. That's, that, wow. Yeah, so that's a while ago now. That's, that's mm. late, oh, mid to late 60s. Goodness, goodness. Yeah, Do you still swim in the pool here now? Every morning, so, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, except for tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> um, years of uh, baking myself with coconut oil over there on the green lawn uh, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Has, has done some damage, so uh, uh, I had that cut out this morning, so, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you know what we did, you know, mm-hmm. you don't 
we know a lot more about uh, skin cancer and things like that now. Mm, so uh, we sure do. Mm. Yeah, we sure do. Mm. And, you know, we had ozone back then, but you know, there were certainly the days where um, you know you would peel, mm. <laughs> you know, red raw with some some sunburns. But no, it's every morning. You know, you can't wait for October. And yeah, so for the last three seasons, um, you know, certainly, you know, don't generally miss a day except for you know if I'm on leave or whatever like that. So mm-hmm. uh, mm. yeah. Is it a good crew in the morning? It is. You know, everyone knows everyone, and you know, lane sharing is not a problem. You know, everyone knows everybody else's capabilities, and you know, it's just a really friendly, social bunch of people. So yeah, it's just really nice. Mm. You know, it's just you just get in, and it's just a. You know, you just watch that black line and everything else goes away. So, uh, mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Mm. Feel like a good community. It is. Mm. And, you know, oh, how good would it be to, you know, be open all year, but, uh, you know, the cost of run and heater pools, you know, you know not, uh, not, not cheap. And, you know, maybe one day we'll have, you know, solar power heating. Who knows? Fingers crossed. Mm. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't that be good? But, you know, it's an asset, you know, to the town. There's a lady who comes over from the UK, except for, you know, for COVID. And she comes over deliberately to come and swim at the Gawler Pool because she thinks it's the best pool in the world. And now her name's Myra. And she was a former open master swimmer, world record holder for 50 and 100 metre butterfly. Wow. And I still keep in contact with her today. Actually, I messaged her today to Mm -hmm. say that this was on. And she'll be back over here on the 7th of January. So... uh, Interview yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, she stays in the caravan park in the cabin mm-hmm. over there, mm-hmm. and she normally stays for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's here, crack of dawn, six mm-hmm. o'clock, mm-hmm. and uh, she does her four Ks every morning. And four, wow, yeah, <laughs> yeah, lazy four Ks, and yeah, gets out and then just enjoy, enjoys the rest of the day. So uh, mm, fantastic, yeah, yeah, that's great. And I, I met a couple the other day who were from New South Wales uh, on the coast. And they came over and they, they said, oh, there must be a pool here somewhere. And they went walking down the street and, and they were staying in the caravan park. They didn't realise it was straight across the road. Mm. And you know, I told them not to tell anyone. And she goes, oh, this must be the best kept secret out. It's just a beautiful pool. Mm. And because it's just so clean and especially with what they've done in the last couple of years with the rubberised uh, floor and everything like that. It's just a credit. And the showers and that, how good are they nowadays? So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it, like the makeover has really lifted the standard of being here is always so clean. It's just so nice to swim in. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Kim, for coming today and sharing your memories. No worries. Thank you very much.